0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Raid Amongst Friends. I am the Professor John Gotti, and my co host, my friend, my brother, Doc, is he's he's in the house. We're ready to talk some sports today. But first, Doc, how are you doing today?
1: You know, man, I am doing pretty good, man. Glad we were able to jump on here, because, you know, on podcasting for us jumping on is a lot easier than jumping off unlike Absolutely. what Rick Flair used to say cuz jumping you know jumping on is harder than jumping it's off but you know yes. but for us I think jumping on these podcasts and dropping the knowledge on people is what we do best
0: let's do it then let's oh. start off with the huge dude that's sweeping across the nation should college student athletes Get paid to play the
1: sports. I mean, as Herm Edwards said, you play to win the game. And but
0: I'm going to it even better. Uh-oh. You get paid to win the game.
1: This is true. But I like how these states are doing it. And if people haven't had a chance to see it, uh, basically right now it's starting in California and it's kind of moving to New York. I'm kind of feeling New York's set up a little better, even though they're kind of all kind of tying in the same thing. But I like the wording a little better in New York. And basically the New York Senate bill is requiring student athletes to share in the university's ticket prices or ticket revenue, excuse me. Which makes sense, you know. I, wouldn't, I would say that they should go even a step beyond that. And it should go into the Jersey sales and some of those other sales.
0: Absolutely. I mean, and it's luckily enough that they're trying to get, you know, money from ticket sales initially. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the problem is, like, a lot of these colleges were more afraid that, you know, these student athletes are, try to, are looking to try to get, like, MBA-type money. No, they're
1: just trying to get, you know, money to just live. Live, yeah, instead of eating ramen noodles and, and having to go to the calf. And also, you know, and I think when you initially posted this on Facebook, I think initially somebody had responded that they just wanted college football and college basketball to come back.
0: That's,
1: that's just... You know, and to and, me... And you
0: talking about the the video games for,
1: right, for college. Five, right, right natural sports. Right. And, and and to me it's like they always wanted to be paid because it's their likeness. Now obviously EA Sports could have just went out there and just paid for the licensing for the colleges and just not used the real names like they used to do back in the day. Like when they didn't want to, when they didn't want to pay Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley, and I think it was Shaquille O'Neal. You know, they used to just, even though they, you could tell it was them. You knew it was them. Oh yeah. It was just player number 99. I think player number 34, you know, those kind of things. Um, But I mean, ultimately I think in this situation, just pay the kids something.
0: Give them something. Yeah. Like, oh, you're getting an education. That should be more than enough. Well, yeah, because you're sitting there, you know, diving into your vault full of coins like you're yeah. screwing the duck.
1: Oh, facts. <laughs> facts. Hey, that's facts. I, I agree. And, know, then-
0: I mean, and this has been going on for, you know, decades. And of course, you know, to coincide with this story, there's the huge amount of whistleblowing for, you know, Athletes, student-athletes getting paid to play, you know, and and we all knew this stuff was happening. It's been going on for a long time, and if you haven't watched the movie He Got Game, I mean, watch the movie He Got Game. Like, you see it. Like, these these are the things that have been occurring for a long time.
1: And I'll even take it a step further. I'll take it a step further. It's not only He Got Game, but it's also um, Blue Chips.
0: Blue Chips as well, yes. Blue
1: Chips was rough. Uh, The program showed a little bit. Um, there was a few movies that showed that kind of uh, action, but it's like all these guys want to do is, is live, you know, he's like, people know you're going to be, you know, a, a, a draft pick, or they, they know you're, they're, especially the high draft profile guys. It's like, they know they're going to get picked in draft barring injury. I think what it really comes down to, and the reason why the NCAA might be against it. And if I'm an athlete, my choice of college would alter as well is you might not be able to go to the small school and get paid. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Because some of the small schools probably not selling out gyms and they're not selling all these jerseys. So that might be the only downfall to it. Absolutely not.
0: They're they're not. They're not. I mean, yes, and it will, you know, have harsher impacts on the, you know, mid-tier to lower-tier D1 schools. Mm -hmm. But but we ain't talking about them. We're We're not talking about, you know, the the Kansas of the world and the USTs of the world and. The Docs Dookies of the world. That's right. You know, uh, NC State had a couple of uh, infractions happen upon them. Uh, Kansas just the other day, had a few infractions on them for these very same issues. Mm-hmm. You know, and whether the coaches are involved or not, hmm. it doesn't matter because it paints, you know, college sports in such a bad light. And once again, we have NBA 3-8 once again. We know this has been going on for a long time. But the wonders of social media—you mm-hmm. know, people just being salty about their lives and just to, you know, put things out. Like we're gonna give everyone the facts about these. Like we're not just gonna say, oh, well, this is the right thing to do. No, we know people are vindictive enough to spoil the fun. You know what? What you know, Doc and I hear all the time growing up. Like you shouldn't spoil the fun to everyone else because you are upset because you're not involved in it.
1: Yeah like i was surprised that gilbert arenas were coming out saying Duke players are getting paid i was like, like how random
0: like so i went on a long tangent about I this i saw it
1: i saw i don't know i saw it
0: but there's a lot of people who like what i said and it's oh, yeah. the things that they don't want to say but we have to be about it we're going to say these things because Everyone wants that 15 minutes of fame, 10 seconds of fame. They want, you know, all these media outlets to talk about them because we're living in a TMZ world. It's all about the hot takes instead of the facts.
1: And I'm like, where's this? And to me, it was like, where's the proof? Like, and this there is, is no, kind of what we, it it's kind of what we talked about with other things too, it, like.
0: It, it yeah. doesn't matter if there's truth or you know people are just fitting. It's all right. about who gets whatever information out first that's what
1: it's all about and I just think that's a crazy way to live uh, and and it's a crazy thing to do in sports I, I just think that with everything going on and you know I'm sure people are tired of hearing about but let's think of something small like Antonio you know Brown before we move on but it's like we don't really know his guilt or innocence yet but we've already jumped to so many conclusions I mean we talked about pro Jared you know Guilty, you know, he was gay. Hey, he's guilty. Yep. He didn't even well, do anything. It's she, but oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it was he. I, I saw. Yeah, wait. Oh, yeah. Jared, you know what? You're getting into the, you know,
0: uh, kind of Asian guy thing
1: again. Like, oh, like, boy.
0: That's dipping into the uh, LGBTQ.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Pro Jared. So I'll just say pro Jared situation. <laughs> yeah, and um,
0: pro-jeremy information is exactly what we we're talking about. It's all about getting the information out first. Mm-hmm. It's not about whether it's truth or not. It's about controlling that narrative.
1: Absolutely. Well, hopefully we can continue to add a positive media outlet, you know, for for people who want to hear about sports. And of course, if you out there, the people want us to discuss something or want to hear our our thoughts on something specific, please don't hesitate to follow us on all of our social media outlets uh, at, of course, Debate Amongst Friends. And of course, you can always go on Anchor and click that little sponsorship button there, as well as leave us messages so that we can play it on the show, and we can make sure we answer them for you. Um, But at this particular time, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
0: Doc, I'm so sorry. Folks, welcome back. We're going to get ourselves away from just talking about the collegiate areas and payments and things like that and let's hit the gridiron and, and I had to apologize to the doc we're gonna have to talk about his buccaneers who they fell. I mean despite the fact that they lost the game. Right. It was still a very close game. It should be uh, been. Jameis had an incredible game.
1: Best one of the best games ever.
0: Like one of his best games and they still lost. Yes I mean it the the story was more about Daniel
1: Jones. Right. I mean, it was kind of like we should have changed his name from Daniel to Davey Jones.
0: Davey Jones because <laughs> they put the Buccaneers in <laughs> on the,
1: the locker. Uh, yes. Uh, straight walking the plank out there. So, <laughs> you know, I didn't get a chance to watch this whole game because, you know, I was coaching football myself. But when I came home, you know, I'm looking at the live you know, the live uh, ticker on Bleacher Report. And I'm just watching, you know, I'm I'm looking at Jameis, you know, and I'm seeing he's thrown, like, you know, three touchdowns in, like, the first half, you know, to Mike oh, Evans. Mike, Mike Evans yep. And I'm looking, I'm like, you know, oh, this is amazing. You know, we're we're winning, we're up, you know. And then when I got home, actually, Saquon Barkley had just got hurt. Yep. So I'm like, okay, Saquon Barkley's out. And even before he went out, I mean, we were holding him to 1.2 yards per carry. Per carry, yes.
0: I, and yes. I'm, By the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Shaquan, you know, get yes. back soon. Get back healthy. soon. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, but I'll, But again, as I said last week about Drew Brees, I mean, I'm hoping, I'm happy he didn't tear us up. Uh, you know, this I, is true. I, I'm sorry he went down. But then again, Daniel Jones t- tore us up, which is what we wanted. We wanted to make Daniel You're Jones beat us. Throw. So I don't know what happened coming out of half, but the Giants just was like, you know what? Um, somebody even made a joke. Like Daniel Jones went into the huddle and just started cursing at everybody. Like, you know, let's effing go or something like that. And then they just started exploding with touchdowns, basically. Um, I mean, but
0: isn't it apropos that not only did you want Daniel Jones to beat your team, right. but it was actually him who ran it for the <laughs> game
1: Two times. The Two times, well, see, here's the thing. So here's the part where I'm like, you know, my mind is just like blown. So two things happened at the end of this game. So number one, okay. Jameis threw a great pass to Mike Evans. It wasn't a perfect pass, but it was a great pass to get us a field goal range. Had he put it, had he put it out in front of Mike Evans? Obviously, he runs in for a touchdown, super easy because Mike Evans was destroying Janoris Jenkins. Janoris Jenkins looked like his lock power was not activated this whole game. And Mike Evans was taking him to school every single time he ran down the field. Jameis puts his his ball out a little bit to the right. We're not even talking about a loss right now. We're talking about a 2-1 Buccaneers team. Second part is freaking Matt Gay. I mean... Matt Gay our kicker went 4 for 5. I do believe he missed an extra point. Oh no, he he missed the extra point then one was blocked and then he and then he missed of course the game winner. Um in which the controversial part is that Bruce Arians took the delay of game penalty to move him back to ultimately an extra point distance which I don't know that's the storyline, you know, coming out of the game. Ultimately, it's a kick that a kicker should make. Yes. So I don't know, you know, I don't know. I was pretty disappointed.
0: Praise him last week.
1: He's on my. He's on, he's on my fantasy team. I love, I like the guy. I mean, he's a pretty good guy. Uh, Matt Gay is a great kicker. Um I'm I'm not gonna go worrying about kickers right now. We've had a really, really rough stretch. Um, uh, but I mean this this was a tough one to lose, especially being in a position to win the game.
0: Yeah.
1: It I was just, definitely
0: a winnable game.
1: It, it it just hurt. Um I think I guess the last
0: like your offense played the way it should.
1: In the like, first half. Yes. In the first half.
0: It played we, the way it should play. The second
1: yes. half, they played like 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 they straight were in cruise People said they went into cruise control, which I, I I didn't watch it, but I can see it based on you know the drives. I think the first six drives we had six straight scoring drives. So it was touchdown, touchdown. I say
0: cruise control. I would say they played very conservative. Like <laughs> like they 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 played like it was like forty five to seven.
1: That's exactly how they played. And, that, you know, what's funny is because that's how I usually say that, you know, James Harden plays for Houston. Like, he plays like he has five fouls already. I mean, that's how he plays defense. The Bucks. it's about my teams that they just don't have that killer instinct. And I think that's what Bruce Arians is, is trying to install on his team. Now, I will say the only person that has a killer instinct so far on this team is Shaq Barrett. He is playing out of his mind. He had four sacks on Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was
0: like, he really said that, too. I'm going to let oh that one God. go. So realize it.
1: Daniel Bryan. Daniel freaking Jones. He had four sacks on Daniel Jones. I think it's because I was looking at an update from Bleacher Report about SmackDown tonight. Daniel Jones, he got sacked four times by Shaq Barrett alone. He got a strip fumble right after the Bucks threw an interception. So he's the only person that's really been like a big free agent payoff, and I think we have him for the minimum, so I'm sure he's going to be looking to get paid this offseason, and I wouldn't be surprised if we let JPP walk to keep him.
0: I would not be against that move, actually.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, JPP hurt his neck, so I don't know if he'll ever be the same. However, and he will be the same again. I don't want to stick too far on the bus. I know we got some other games here. But speaking of never being the same again, I don't think the NFL thought they were ever going to be the same as two of our great young quarterbacks went toe-to-toe. Mahomes versus Ravens. You said this one was exactly as advertised. Yes. When you turned it on.
0: When... The, despite what I'm hearing from the media, the criticism about Lamar Jackson, this game was exactly as advertised, exactly the way that I said it last week, and I didn't pick the Chiefs to win, mm-hmm. exactly the way it's supposed to be.
1: I mean, what are they saying?
0: So, they was criticizing Lamar Jackson, you know, and I'm going to pick on that pissant. Oh. a <laughs> blasphemous spin. <laughs> Sure. So, Lamar Jackson threw for just around that fifty percent range. Yeah, uh, you know yeah. he had a pretty moderate, you know, QBR. Twenty-two
1: foot to forty-three. I can see that two sixty-seven. No touchdowns, but it's fine. He ran one.
0: He did. He did run for one. So the criticism was he kept missing, and they're right. He kept missing touchdown throws, like his receivers. And, you know, we talked about how there was, you know, certain, uh, safeties and, uh, quarterbacks getting burnt.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I mean, we talked about that before the podcast, like sure. this is another game where, you know, the Ravens, they, they got some pretty good weapons on the outside. Oh yeah. They have, a, you know, Marquise Brown was torching them. Um, of course the, and when I say that and you look at the stats, it doesn't, Sure. Translate. Oh, I get it. But, but they got themselves in a position to, you know, become wide open or at he least have, you know, gained the advantage over the secondary.
1: He um, was just player them.
0: But mm-hmm. he was just missing them.
1: And I and noticed that. I noticed that work,
0: with Mar- home run balls.
1: Mm-hmm. I noticed that with Mark Andrews because, you know, uh, that's, that's a guy that I picked up last week on waivers. And, you know, I. Uh, All you could do is hope that Lamar Jackson gets in the ball, but I mean, ultimately, the game was still pretty close. I mean, we're talking about twenty eight to thirty three. So,
0: well, and and here's the thing though, like, the Ravens shut down the Chiefs in the first quarter. I see that, and and I was texting during the first quarter too. I'm like, I'm like, Patrick Mahomes hit, he getting sacked. Like, he looked like he might be getting frustrated. But mm-hmm. that's only the first quarter. Sure, only the first quarter. We talking about the reigning, the defending, undisputed Uh-oh. most valuable player of the NFL.
1: You just turned up a little bit. Hopefully that. Hopefully people he, didn't get an echo there.
0: <laughs> he, he upped the ante in the second mm-hmm. quarter and they scored twenty three points. I see. I that. mean, Patrick Mahomes is a living freaking cheat code. Like. <laughs> This is where, oh, my gosh, this is absolutely amazing. And, of course, the Ravens had to come back from that, and they did. I mean, third quarter, it was pretty much, you know, back, forth, seesawing. But that fourth quarter, though, like, the Ravens really tried to fight.
1: But let me ask, though. Let me ask. So if the Ravens win this game, I'm wondering if the Chiefs get the same treatment that the Bucs get giving up a, let's see, they had a 23-point lead going into halftime. The Bucs had an 18-point lead going into halftime. If the Ravens win this game, I'm wondering if the Chiefs. The the
0: Chiefs had a 15-point lead going
1: into halftime. That's what I meant. No, it says, oh, yeah, six. Sorry, (laughs) 15-point lead. 15, 18. Hey, listen, they're up 23-6. to So, okay. to me, they're, it's... They're,
0: like, they're, up, they're up three three touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I didn't even see that six there. So, it was pretty much 23. Yeah. It was 23 nothing in my eye. But they, they still had a pretty significant lead. I'm wondering if they blow this lead, if it's the same reaction. Oh, my God, the Chiefs blew. Uh, yep. You know, I, I don't and, believe and, that either.
0: And, that, and that's where it's so hilarious when it comes to speaking about the media. Because they would be... You know, lording over Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson's is here, and all this other stuff. No, no. So we, we always hear about the notion, you know, if the team wins, it's because of the quarterback. If the team loses, it's because of the quarterback. The team lost. Mm-hmm. The Ravens lost because of the play calling. Uh,
1: well, again...
0: Bone-headed stuff, and disciplined stuff, too, because there was, a, there was a few holds that happened that ruined some of their drives. Mm-hmm. They went for two-point conversions when they really shouldn't have. Uh, they, went, uh, they went for it on uh, fourth and distance when they really shouldn't have. Like, they really made some bad, just exit and O's decisions. Mm-hmm. That led to the loss as well, too. But no one is talking about that. They're talking about because Lebron Jackson couldn't throw the ball down the field
1: which I honestly don't think any Ravens quarterback really ever is thrown down the field like that. Yeah. Now that I, now you think about the history of the Ravens, I mean, no Ravens quarterback has really ever dominated through the air like that. They're a run team, so you just don't expect them to do that well. And, I mean, and that kind of goes with the next games that we're going to cover, you know, moving beyond, you know, the young guns. And looking at a team like the Panthers and the Cardinals, which is the the weak matchup this week with the Panthers, you know, first game without Cam Newton. They didn't even put um, the player that I expected them to put in for Cam Newton. For some reason, they went with Kyle Allen, and I was very, very surprised with that. You know, I was expecting them to go with the highly anticipated Will Greer from West mm-hmm. Virginia. I mean, I mean, everybody thought Will Greer was going to be like a number one overall pick until, you know, I guess the combine. But they went with Kyle Allen. He goes 19 for 26, 261, four touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey put up Don't 153. Oh, ooh, Kyle Allen. I was about to say, I was like, wait, what? I don't know if Christian McCaffrey will be in it only because he's probably going to need at least one more week because he got shut down by the Bucs. I think if he didn't get shut down by the Bucs, he probably would be. But because he got shut down by the Bucs, might have to just take a step back before we throw him in there and see what happens. Cam is really, really on the decline, not so much skill-wise. But health-wise, like, his body is just falling apart. Like his, remember what um, I
0: said last week? You remember what I said last week?
1: I mean, I hear a lot of things. So You have to remind the people what you said last week.
0: When people were, you know, making all these memes and making fun of Cannon because of the way that he dressed, and I'm like, don't be surprised. Because I think I read this on a Reddit article. Like, don't be surprised if we find out that he is suffering from CTE. And Whoa, no one
1: knows about this. Well, no
0: one's thinking about
1: that. So, I don't... But that's the thing. I don't know if it's like... So, as far as the CTE part, that's possible. But I'm talking about his foot. I'm talking about his shoulder. Like, it, it, above the above the shoulders, I don't know what's going on with Cam. Because, <laughs> I mean, anything could be going on. But I, you're right, though. He's taking a lot of hits. And... This season, I don't think they've even tried to run him as much. Um, they they really try to get him to pass. Obviously, their offense is in tune because Kyle Allen was able to go out there and execute efficiently, you know, getting people involved. Um And he actually revitalized some people because, you know, Greg Olson was struggling. Uh, A lot of people were struggling. But now you look at the stats and it's like he's spreading it around a little bit. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Cam's time could be coming to an end.
0: I mean, it could just be the season of the passing of the guards.
1: Yeah, and we talked about that. uh, And speaking on the other side you want to talk about somebody not being able to throw the ball down the field. I think you shouldn't look at Lamar Jackson. You might be able to look at freaking Kyler Murray, who's been somewhat disappointing so far.
0: Very pedestrian.
1: Yeah. I mean, I will say this, the last two games, he has been able to rely heavily on Larry Fitzgerald, um, but this past game, it doesn't look like they hooked up too much, um, but it looks like he was really targeting Christian Kirk, but, at the same time, I, I just don't think we can really go by these numbers because that Panthers defense is no slouch. So I can't. No. Yeah, I can't say that you know it's Kyler Murray, but well, I just know and, that. And he, that's
0: the funniest part. Like no one's talking about this
1: game. Yeah, like, no only reason no
0: one's giving Kyler Murray the Lamar Jackson treat.
1: Right, and he's the number one overall pick. You would think you would think that Baker Mayfield was the number one overall pick this year. And we're going to get to exactly. Baker in a few minutes, but you would think that we skip right past Kyle Murray and Baker Mayfield is still the number one overall pick. Exactly. Um, but let's quickly move on so that we can make sure we stay on time here. Saints versus Seahawks. The Saints without Drew Brees for this week against the Seahawks. The Seahawks, who beat the Steelers, who lost Big Ben. Seahawks are, I mean, they lucked out so far. But... Unfortunately, they lost this particular game without the starting quarterback as Teddy Bridgewater was able to get the ball to Alvin Kamara over and over again, yeah. <laughs> uh, which yeah. works, which worked. I mean, it, it absolutely worked. I think Alvin Kamara is slowly becoming, you know, a top five back as certain backs are starting to fall. Um Le'Veon Bell in New York starting to fall a little bit. Uh, David Johnson in in Arizona.
0: He's he's with the Jets, unfortunately.
1: But, you know, that's what happens with Steelers players, though. And when you look at the Steelers, any player that leaves the Steelers typically doesn't do well. What? Yes. You know, I mean, and, and... they lost to the 49ers, 24 to 20. Not terrible. Mason Rudolph wasn't terrible. 14 for 27, 174. Um, obviously they didn't get the running game going with James Conner. But between these two games, I mean, if these are your futures, it's gonna you can tell it's gonna be an adjustment period, you know, with yeah. the Steelers and the Saints. It's gonna be a major adjustment period. Um, but the one thing that people are not talking about right now is that the 49ers are 3-0. oh? Three 0 Yep. You know, and that's huge. That's pretty huge. Yeah. They're you know, the
0: unspoken talk of the town.
1: And you know who, what else people don't talk about? That the Buffalo Bills are 3-0 and as well.
0: Exactly. Once again, it's all about, like, it's because all the heck was surrounding the Browns, so now everyone wants to follow the Browns. Mm-hmm. So, you like, know... We act like, like the Browns going to come out the gate. You know, we'll, we'll
1: get to that. But you know what? We're, we are going to get to that because you know what that brings us up to? That brings us up to Panic Meter. The Panic Meter... <laughs> ...for these next couple of teams. Are we ringing that Panic Meter button right now? Or should we just chill out? And, of right. course... Since we've already brought it up, how about those Browns?
0: I'm not hitting that button yet.
1: You're not gonna hit it yet. Three games into the season, they're one and two.
0: Yeah, like here's the problem. You know, we talked about this in detail, both on the podcast and off the podcast. Mm -hmm. Everyone became hyped for the Browns because the media hyped up the Browns. You know, everyone really drank that Kool-Aid because people kept saying that they're gonna go to the Super Bowl and all this other stuff. Suddenly, Odell. about uh, yeah, because of Odell and all
1: Right, right. <laughs>
0: Suddenly, about a few weeks before the season began, even before preseason began, that's when the media turned their backs on the Browns.
1: Mm. They're
0: overhyped, they're overrated, blah, 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 blah. And now that they're Underperforming, oh, well, it's us not hit this pit. No, 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 no. They got a first-year head coach, second-year Baker Mayfield. They're still trying to gel. Of course, there's issues as far as getting the coach acclimated because there's a lot of issues when it comes to discipline. Uh, There's issues as far as practicing towards the beginning of the season. Like, give it time they'll stop.
1: Stop. Honestly, I mean, I'm uh, I'm going to hit the panic button just a little bit. I okay. felt that they made the wrong hiring decision. I felt they should have kept Greg Williams as the head coach instead of Freddie Kitchens. Will I would
0: uh-uh. agree with
1: that. And that's the only reason I'm going to hit the panic button. I don't think Freddie Kitchens was the right move. I know, you know, he's a confident person and the players react to, you know, react to him. But, I mean, players react well to a lot of people, but that doesn't mean that that's the person for the job. And we've seen that in all sports, you know, where you have a good coach who can coach and is very successful in what they do. They just can't get the W's. And that's why I'm, exactly, that's why I'm, exactly, that's why I am not, yeah, I, I had to, I had to, bring it in one more time. That's why I'm not hitting the panic button fully, but you have those Mark Jacksons of the, the pink, world.
0: Pink you just put that pinky button
1: on there? Yeah, just a little bit, you know, a little English on it. You know, just a little bit.
0: No, and, 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 and I can respect that, but we're talking about people are like slamming this button, you know, to the cows go home like, oh my gosh, they're supposed to be three. No, stop it.
1: I mean, as long as they're not stop. burning jerseys, and I think that's where the panic media really goes up when the jerseys get burned and the paper bags come out. Dolphins, watch.
0: The Dolphins, I'm hitting that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I'm hitting that button.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can understand why you hit that button. They're just not playing well right now. They're just not a good team. Um, I don't know what they're going to do, but that meter's been pushed Probably week one and two, they've been they've been pushing it. And we That's tried we tried, we tried last week to get them to calm down, but it, it's just it's a lost cause.
0: Well, it's crazy. That they have flashes of really, really being good
1: mm-hmm. like,
0: against the Cowboys. They did. And then it, it's kind of like how, how the Knicks played last year. Right. Like, they had those sounds, but they're like, okay, this is about to be a really competitive game. But all of a sudden
1: crapshoot. Yeah, Done. and I mean, so if we, could, we could say the same thing for the Redskins. I think the Redskins had not super high hopes, but I think with the Redskins, because they have um, specific pieces and a lot of people are waiting for the Dwayne Haskins era to begin. And that's yeah. probably why they're hitting the panic button. Uh, of course, Case Keenan went out and threw three interceptions against the Bears and they're 0-3 as well. Um, their running game. Five. Hmm. I thought
0: he threw five.
1: Not says three here.
0: five turnovers.
1: Yeah. yeah, it might be five turnovers, but yeah, they were killing Case Keenum, and I'm sure people are waiting and just saying, "Hey, listen, let's just put Dwayne Haskins in." It worked for the Giants, even though a lot of people think that the Giants should have took Haskins over Jones. But there's something about Jones that the Giants just liked, and something about Haskins that the Redskins said we can't pass on him because we don't want to go any further down. Even though there were several other quarterbacks to, to draft, they just said let's go with him. I honestly think Case Keenum, he's 0-3. Your, your season's going downhill. I think if you lose one more, you you move on to Haskins or whoever else you have.
0: I believe next game they're gonna do the change of quarterback.
1: Might as well, because I mean, you got New York did it. I mean, I'm pretty sure Miami did it. They went to to Josh Rosen. Um, I don't, I don't know if Cam's gonna get back in. I, I'm not 100 percent sure about that. Um, and not. Yeah, Probably I'm not, not sure. He might be done. So, um, they but
0: might, they might shut down for the season actually.
1: Yeah, they might, but for the Redskins, definitely hitting the panic meter. Yeah, like maybe several times. <laughs> um, but let's take a quick break and come back and finish up this show strong.
0: Absolutely, see you.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, at the end of every show, we like to do what's called a two-minute drill where we go over specific topics for the week that we didn't cover in today's show. First up, LaMelo Ball getting number one pick draft status already before college basketball even starts. Over to you, Prof.
0: This coming Saturday, the NBA training camps officially begins for all of the NBA clubs. Uh, September 30th is when the preseason games begin teams uh, competing globally, which, of course, includes Doc's Rockets. And the regular season begins uh-huh. October 22nd. Get hype.
1: Getting hype. And speaking of the NBA, the Warriors signed Marquise Chris, former first-round pick, as well as the Rockets signed Thabo Cephalosha, which would increase their defensive proficiency. Over to you, Prof.
0: And still keep with the NBA – the reigning, defending most valuable player of the association, Jonasa Ndakumbo, was fined fifty thousand dollars due to tampering. Uh, and this is in lieu of the brand new tampering bylaws uh, done uh, a few weeks ago. Actually, by Tampa Bay. excellent. excellent. Thank you for listening to Debate Amongst Friends. Give us a follow on our social media on Facebook,
1: Twitter, and Instagram. You can also listen to all of our Debate Amongst Friends podcasts here on Anchor, as well as Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and iTunes.
0: And like we always say, goodbye, muah, and to all a good night. L-E-S-G. Peace, the ocean. Yay!